0: Two? not fighting a show about um well i don't know this is about a lot of it's <clears throat> our opinions
1: on jujitsu and all other things
0: yeah you get it all yeah it's like uh oops sorry
1: my Come on. on
0: like what is this your first podcast ever yep i'm a noob <laughs> <laughs> so we were just kind of talking a little bit about like right before we started this podcast we um, we saw that, uh, the state of California just issued a, a curfew for, uh, yeah. I can't roll on my the-
1: eyes enough hard enough. Cause I don't understand. Okay. If we shut down or if everybody's in by 10, 10 PM, you know, close be in at 10. So then the virus can't get you.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's like, do you turn into a pumpkin? Um, the, the thing that I don't understand about it is, uh, just like, is it the people that are out past 10 AM? or like 10 p.m. that are the ones that are like spreading it because all the bars all the bars and all the like night everything has to close at 10 right now shut down as it is so it's like what is it that people are doing i guess like oh
1: if i have to be inside by 10 it's like that's fine i'm just gonna be at my friend's party
0: at 10 and and i and i i I should clarify that it's uh, like i'm not some like anti-virus present in fact we take quite a few different precautions yeah i mean
1: i i like started feeling kind of like i had a like sinus infection type ish you know maybe like a cold this week and um so i got tested and then like kind of stayed away from everyone until i knew that it wasn't covid and my test came back negative so and yeah. i still stayed away for one more day just to be on the safe side so it's not like we're like oh it doesn't exist Yeah, we, bo-
0: we both have been getting tests and it's like that's what that's what's difficult right now uh difficult for everybody but you know the moment you're and you'll get this in jiu-jitsu quite a bit a little bit sore or fatigued you know yeah you're like oh man is it do i got that that I got that COVID, yeah. you know, or you, you know, you think you have allergies, but you like second guess it every way. It's like, you know, there's a billion different times that I've been like, oh, I think this is it. I think I got it this time, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's the, you know, I'm, I know it's a really common sentiment and literally everybody can say to themselves, like, I think I might've got it a while back. yeah. And that's what makes it like really hard to figure out too, is because there are instances where like that is, what people get like very very mild yeah symptoms. like
1: everything can be a symptom of COVID so it's very hard to tell but I think that you know obviously the shutdown or what, what we did at the beginning of the year didn't stop it from spreading and it didn't stop anything so shutting everything down again doesn't really make sense to me I think, I think but I feel like it's happening because the holidays are coming and they're trying to deter people maybe from but that's, celebrating that's what i dislike is i dislike and maybe that's just california
0: i dislike uh <laughs> ingenuine attempts to try to to get people to do stuff so like you know we were talking about this shit the other day but like uh Fauci at the beginning saying like oh people shouldn't wear masks and he said it because he's like well we didn't want people to go out and buy all the masks so first responders couldn't get it tell people that
1: yeah yeah you know like tell yeah because that. now like you know that there's we've been like the we feel like we've been lied to you know, so you don't trust anything. And it's hard to convince so,
0: people to wear a mask because they're yeah. like, well, am I being manipulated again or whatever? It's like, no, not this time. You're not. But everybody does need to wear a mask. And I think that that's one of the things that's making everything quite a bit harder. But luckily, yeah. we also uh, in the past two weeks have had two different uh, drug makers uh, announce that they have a vaccine that's like 90 to 95% effective. And so, yeah, I mean, I think there is this, you know, Version of the future where we don't have uh near the kind of like I we guess, don't have
1: the all the precautions for yeah, COVID. I
0: was going to say like just the the ever living presence of COVID. Yeah, it's not necessarily that it goes yeah. away, but I like think, it's like maybe the
1: end in sight.
0: Yeah, you know, because I mean, you can imagine probably next summer ish, like people have a decent amount of people have got, gotten the vaccine a decent amount of people And like have gotten 50% the virus. of the
1: population's probably already had the virus.
0: Yeah, and so you'll be in this position where it's like regular life will start to get back to normal and I think that one of the things that's really interesting about that is jujitsu because Yeah. like jujitsu in 2020 is is weird like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like it, when you look at the whole of people cuz some people are participating, some people are not, some people are Yeah like participating to some degree but maybe not others and i just mean like participating from a standpoint of like teaching classes Mm -hmm. and you know just regular stuff like that
1: yeah and i think you know um i think that it'll be it'll just be like interesting to see because as much as people are ready and itching to get back to competition i think that you see that with like a lot of the stuff that that was put out there like instantly filling up or whatever, and maybe irresponsibly so, in my opinion. Yeah, for like tournaments, but it's like, what is that landscape gonna look like going forward? Is everybody just gonna fall back into the same routine of like, you know, the major tournaments following worlds? I, I, like, or is it gonna, you know, we're gonna see this shift where these, you know, one-off professional shows, shows and yeah things like that are becoming more and more popular because you see like them holding hosting like these like tournament style events um like polaris did um it was like they had like a team event mm-hmm. thing and you know subversive I really like, by the way
0: i i like i used to like yeah. the quintet format i don't i don't know what yeah. happened to them but that, that was kind of cool
1: i mean covid probably covid <laughs> covid covid <laughs> <laughs> No. um uh, no.
0: but yeah no i agree with you i think the the interesting piece uh about what you said was that you know are people going to go back to doing the you know kind of like they're falling to the routine in terms of tournaments or competing or whatever but the- i have
1: i have a thought though i just like i think that what you're gonna see is that kind of the old guard like the ogs that have been like the you know that have made their name and like The people who are you're used to seeing at the top of the podium are kind of going to maybe transition into like other things like those professional things where we're getting paid (laughs) or like those kinds of opportunities. And then um, you'll see these kind of new up and comers taking like the stage for the for the like big tournaments. And I could be wrong about that, but I don't know. I just see like the nature of the sport and especially maybe it's just because like some people like travels shut down here that you don't see everybody participating. But I could also see people like, oh, no, like I can like work like really hard or work half as hard and get paid (laughs) or I can like enter this tournament where I'm like spending all my money and time for nothing for free you
0: get drug tested <laughs> yeah. To yeah 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 um, when you're paying money to take not, those drugs <laughs> i feel like there's so many things that are polarizing it's like i have to like clarify that i'm not on an extreme side of just about anything i I'm mean i'm on testing, all the extremes but okay I'm, I'm, i am sort of anti-drug mm-hmm. testing if it's like the organization is spending out money <laughs> that could go to athletes to To
1: test people. Well, it's just a silly thing. Like, if we want to talk about the drug testing, like, especially for, like, IBGJF, it's, you know, a for-profit event where um, the athletes are paying to participate and um, then you're going to drug test me and then ban me from participating in your tournaments that so i paid to so like that doesn't make sense to me that like
0: purple belts are competing in you know yeah and it's like we're just going to do this with one division and that leads me which yeah, is funny it's we did, you and i didn't talk about this before, but I, I agreed with your point about like you know the old guard and the yeah. new guard and what what types of things we will do i actually yeah. think what you're going to see is if you're the average person doesn't even want to compete in a tournament that's like uh ibjgf or like world tournament like the average like person that does compete which i think everybody should at some point Mm -hmm. like they're going to do the local tournament they're going to do the tournaments that are available that their team does that their friends do Mm -hmm. and i think that you're going to see those start to come back probably next year because they're people willing to participate and then uh the larger tournaments will be things that are like separate like you won't have the you know world champion competitive black belt competing in the same tournament is like Master 1 Purple Belts or just even adult Purple Belts. I think you'll start to see that uh, diverge more and more. Maybe SANS 1 or how, 2. But mid-trance. how do you
1: say that? Because I don't I don't see that, that that happens. I see that, you know, IBGJF I think they still have like this stronghold because you see people like itching to get back to competing at Worlds and, you know, just the competitors in our gym, you know, alone. Yeah, just, I guess like, I don't understand get... why. I know. I don't understand why either but maybe it's because like, you know, like for me, like I've had opportunities. I have I've you know, I have opportunities to compete in these other pro competitive events, but not everybody has that yeah, opportunity. So I think I don't think that that's going away anytime soon. I just think that the the faces are going to start to change and maybe like they would change sooner than what they would have if COVID wasn't in the mix you know
0: yeah so i will say this is kind of a bold prediction i'll probably be wrong about but i actually think that um the demand uh for jiu in 2020 is going to go up significantly but the demand- in 2021 uh 2021 sorry okay yeah yeah thank you and mm-hmm. um and i think that the demand for for tournaments in general of every segment probably some more than others will go down why so I think partially because um we've missed this and this could you could see a rebound effect from this too. I think there's basically been an entire year where people have t- had to kinda of move away from that and mm-hmm. haven't had a chance. You'll for sure have people that come back strong, but then you'll have a lot of other people I think that have had to do some soul searching this time period and just kinda of ask like why? And then yours think- truly. And I think still, like, when you get back to it, you're going to have a lot of new people starting jiu-jitsu, a lot of people getting back. And I don't think that the goal for them will necessarily be be to compete, but rather just to, like, uh, do jiu-jitsu.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I I Because I feel like maybe um you and I might be jaded because of, like, my own soul searching and, like, kind of, like, thought and feelings on jiu-jitsu. Or maybe jiu-jitsu. I just have
0: high expectations for people. Yeah.
1: yeah yeah that's true but um I don't think that the I don't think the demand for tournaments is going anywhere I think people are still are really really itching to get to it and I think because I think you see a lot of people like kind of I don't know I really don't know but people that weren't before no not people who weren't before it's going to be the same people um the same people who were dying to compete before are going to still be dying to compete still in those tournaments but i think that um i lost my train of thought because you interrupt yeah you?
0: yeah sorry i'm sorry to draw your ire on that one i could just see the hate stemming across <laughs> the thing at me that you forgot what you were gonna say but i will agree with you but uh on this thing that like they're definitely the people that were itching to compete before like even more so now yeah my thought on that is that no more people will want to compete more than normal maybe less and of those people itching to compete that group is the same but let's now take a very small percentage even if it's just a very small and say those people are have decided that they've done some soul searching and competing is not something that's as important to them so i see it as only losing from that group
1: i just think it's going to stay the same so I think that's, not, that's I think it'll stay bet. the same, and I think you know I've se- there's a couple people and like um, just one person in particular that um, after competing in pants like she's just kind of been unmotivated to like compete to train hard or whatever and like this is somebody who is like addicted to training and like she broke her knee and still is like nope I'm gonna train through it and not you know whatever and so it's not like. And I see that kind of like um, just uh, I don't know, just like lack of motivation. And I think that stems from a lot of people. Like when when the gym started opening up again, it's like competitors. What do we do? We just went straight back into training for competition, hoping that there would be competition. Wish hope like praying for that, but not knowing. And so mm. this whole year since basically June. It's like we've been preparing to compete in these big tournaments in hopes that they would come. And it's like Pan Ams came, Nogi Pans came, but like filled up immediately. So it's a limited number there. And then it's Master Worlds, but it's these aren't master competitors that we're talking about. I'm talking about people who want to compete at adult. So adult worlds isn't there. So I'm like, what are we doing this for? Like, why am I training so hard and killing myself? It's like you lose that motivation. And I think that's something that like myself and included we use tournaments and things like that as tournaments really because even some of the like pro events like i'm training hard all the time so i'm not changing my my routine for that but like for a tournament i'm gonna change a lot in preparation for that and so why am i gonna do all that work when there's nothing there's no you know there's nothing in sight. There's think, nothing I'm chasing for and that, I, you know? And
0: I wonder how much of that, like, what you kind of alluded to talking about, like, the pandemic and just, like, not knowing. I think, you know, a lot of that kind of um, sort of, like, what am I doing this all for? Mm-hmm. That competitors get? I think that exists in 2020, but in 2021, I think that...
1: I think people have like a short-term memory. It's going to be like all kind of dory. Like we year, forgot it happened, and we're just back to normal.
0: We talked about it in like maybe the last episode or maybe two ago. Like you know, do the tournaments this year have an asterisk like next to them because you know, yeah. not maybe not everybody was there. Just yeah. different circumstances, and I think universally we agreed. Like yes, yeah, yeah. and um, I, I I think that in twenty twenty one you're going to see um just kind of renewed sense of energy and i think part of that will actually stem from the first part of the thing uh, or my I guess my prediction which is i think jujitsu gyms will boom
1: but i think yeah i think one of the things that'll be interesting interesting to see is will the tournament still be held in the same spots like california you know the long beach the pyramid like that's been like the like mecca of the world's like for so long that's like so like that that building is such a symbolic thing for competitive jujitsu, you know, like oh, competing in the pyramid, and you know, or like pans at like, um, at uh, in Irvine. It's like, is that still going to be where those events are held? Because California, I mean, through this whole thing, has been, I think, people have been kind of leaving a lot, and like a lot of like big names, people are moving out of california because it's like so expensive and then they're like we've been super strict on like how we have are super stupid i guess on how we've handled um governor newsom i'll just throw that out there i'm not a fan but how he's handled like the whole pandemic in general and so i wonder if we're those spots are still going to be like this spot or are they going to change like everything's going to be in florida and texas well so for a while in my, now in my
0: mind um the answer is is that's more 2020 like um, meaning if you're holding the events in florida or whatever it's like the same asterisk applies we're not out of this kind of like mode that we're in now i think yeah but know, what
1: if like they're like oh you know it's cheaper to host, host these events here and like it might be a see, better I think deal that or d-
0: dramatically changes everything then because i think the the
1: yeah that's, I, I i agree i think it could, i think it could dramatically change everything you know
0: i agree with you that i think the enthusiasm kind of centers around the fact that these things have been built up over time like like you mentioned mm-hmm. the pyramid i think 90 percent of our listeners probably don't really even understand that or probably mm-hmm. know about it, cause it but like for there's competitors that worthlessly probably pursue the idea of like competing in the pyramid from around the world and stuff like that guess
1: what you could go to a long beach open they hold <laughs> it at the pyramid too it's true
0: <laughs> and i think that uh like you take away some of those things and it Uh just like pans this year. It's like, yeah, but it was at the end of the year, not when they normally have it. It was in Florida and not everybody could come. And I think you lose some of the allure of like that event means. I think it was really stupid of them to hold it, honestly. Yeah.
1: I mean, Master Worlds, that's that's for sure going back to Vegas. That's not going to change. But did they taint
0: it this year by actually like having it? Because it was this thing where it was like a week long. They had an Mm -hmm. expo associated Mm -hmm. with it and stuff like that. And it's partially because you have so many, like, basically older people that say, like, hey, I, I," or not even just necessarily older people, but just people that are hobbyists that are like, I want to compete in my age division because I think that, you know, like, it'd be more fair. This is kind of the big one for, you know, people that, Mm -hmm. like, are not trying to win, like, an adult world championship or something. And um, so it just got bigger and bigger. And I just wonder if this year you have kind of this, like, faux one. Like, does it take away the allure of it?
1: I wonder what the numbers are, like, what their capacity was and what's the difference, you know? Because usually at Master Worlds, they have – well, they like, last time they had the um, the Vegas open alongside of Master Worlds so that you could be an adult. So they had, like, all this stuff. And then, you know, it's, like, 25 mats or something crazy. Yeah. And it's just an insane thing, which – I think it would be again irresponsible to have that many mats set up. Um, you'd have to spread it out like um, again for like two weeks to be able to get <laughs> that's everybody exactly competed. <laughs> <laughs> Number seven, that's in Georgia. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, uh, but yeah,
1: I think you know,
0: like it's it's weird how that kind of like just coalesces in this kind of un- uncertainty. I is
1: coalesces a word?
0: Oh uh, yeah, yeah. It's mm. a word. It's like stuff's mm-hmm. like getting all. It's like if you melt something and all this stuff. Trust me, sword. But like, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think you know what I was saying earlier about like gyms booming or whatever. It's like turn tournaments. I think could be inconsequential. Um, I'm gonna make two predictions. One is that jujitsu gyms boom in yes. 2021. Is people yes. want to get back to stuff? I guess I'll start yeah. there. I-, I guess you yeah, because I with see. I
1: see. You know, like I've already seen things when things started to open up, like like we've had like a lot of new students sign up already and we're still missing a ton of students that are on hold or um, just like still like worried to come back to jujitsu. And so I think when there's a vaccine out and everybody's like ready to train again and like everything seems like safe, I guess that's it's going to be insanity. Like I really do because people are going to be dying. People are like the people I talk Not to literally dying.
0: People, yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: people to are gonna stop dying, days. and then be dying to get back to jujitsu. But I think, like the people that I talked to already that are staying out, just being cautious for whatever you know their own like convictions are. Um, they're like out having this, like, internal battle every day with themselves about, like, oh, I want to train, but, you know, but I shouldn't. Or, like, maybe my wife's not letting me train because she's worried about it. Or, like, maybe, like, you know, I live with my elderly mother or family member. and I'm an
0: elderly mother.
1: It's true. (laughs) But, yeah,
0: I mean, like, I think you nailed it. So I think for those reasons, you know, like, you're going to see this huge overwhelming surge of people, starting jiu-jitsu people that maybe even – had stopped doing jiu-jitsu prior to this that are like mm-hmm. i gotta do something and that's what's crazy i don't know if you've had this phenomenon or not but like people at work people at the dog park people that i know that are not doing jiu-jitsu like they're all asking me about jiu-jitsu now yeah they're like i they, people i think just as much as they want to like work out and get back in shape mm-hmm. or whatever like a gym is okay for that but like maybe gyms will still have this kind of like unsafe stigma but, but it's not need- even
1: that i think people are like okay I've done the gym thing and like I've done this like because you've done this all at home workouts and all this stuff and it's just kind of boring and it gets mundane and you're like like me it's somebody who I like working out and I like like training hard but not just for the sake of looking good like I like to have a goal and like or if and some people like I enjoy just working out in general but jujitsu is a way to like work out and get in shape in a fun way. And yeah. I think people are looking for that where it's like a change of pace. And then also the community. That's what I was going like, to say is
0: I think people want some people
1: want that community. Like, I need
0: to work out. but I need, pe- I need to yeah. just be around some people. You or- You
1: can go to the gym and just put your headphones on and like not talk to anybody and, that's kind of like what I would prefer to do because otherwise I'm like messing up my sets and things like that. Even so,
0: introverts like yeah. I think see the opportunity to have like built-in friends with an activity. And I think, yeah. I think that's one thing. Well, that's
1: why all those like, you know, like the, the the like summer softball leagues and volleyball leagues, it's fun. It's like it's not necessarily like the most competitive thing. It's just a fun way to like be active and hang out with people and like make friends and be social You know, and so I think jujitsu is a great way to do that. And I think people are really, really like looking for that kind of like human interaction.
0: It's actually the the thing that I'm enjoying uh, the most about doing jujitsu now is like um, just, you know, like going and being around people, you know, Uh like. But yeah, I think it's, it's funny because it's like that's the thing that I like now is being able to just go and just be around people like it's like oh I need to mm-hmm. get a workout in for the day but I also like want to just feel good yeah. and you know we talk about it all the time and I don't know when people realize this but you realize like you never regret coming to jiu-jitsu you know yeah
1: yeah I yeah it's just like being around people something that is just kind of funny it's like I I'm somebody that needs social interaction I need those relationships and stuff and i can get like if i'm at home like i've been stuck like, at home this week i can kind of get kind of isolated and just kind of like whatever but it kind of it's it's bad for me because it puts me in a bad mood and on tuesday i had, was doing this call i had a zoom call with another jiu-jitsu athlete that she's doing like um like was interviewing me for something for school and we talked for so long and i felt bad but like I've talked like we've talked and we know each other like through tournaments, but like I've never really hung out with her, like had like in depth conversations. And it was one of those things where it's like we were hadn't had to get off the phone because like she had to go somewhere and we had to like we had to get off the call. But I'm like it just shows you how much you know like connecting with people like really changes. Yeah. Um and then having this like community and like gives you Just I don't know. It just helps, just a overall happiness. Like, yeah, I don't think I think
0: it's something that's really discounted. And I I remember this from my first startup where it was all based in positive psychology. So I had to know all this different research, but there was all these things about um, like just happiness studies and it Mm -hmm. affecting health and all kinds of other stuff. And like one of the core things, like one of the biggest things that affects someone's happiness, is their their social relationships. And, um, that's the thing that I look at now where, you know, somebody like you, it's like you have a high need for like social interaction Mm -hmm. for happiness, you know, but then you have your introverted people, which, you know, if you ask, you know, a typical introvert, like, do you need to be around people every day They'd say, no, Mm -hmm. you know, they don't, they don't want that. But even the most introverted people right now, I think because of their introvertedness are more isolated than they've ever been. And I think- you know, jujitsu is something that kind of pulls that out of you, you mm-hmm. know? But I think everybody's starting to see this like, oh, I have this physical need for people.
1: Yeah, because um, even like we did the Zoom, I did that Zoom call and it's cool, but it's so much different than like getting together in person with somebody and being able to like see somebody face to face. Like, I, you know, talking, I, I talk to my my family back home all the time on the phone. Like well, I talk to my mom probably a couple times a week. And um, being kind of like isolated through this whole year, I'm like really dying to go back home now yeah. and like see my family and my my like my just my family really some and some friends because like I miss that interaction. It's like it's very different getting on a. You know, FaceTime with somebody versus like being there in person. And um, I think usually I'm like, I want to go home because I miss everybody like every year. Like that's the same thing. But like now, like I'm like really looking forward to going home because I'm really missing everybody. And it's because, you know, we didn't get everybody to come visit this year how they were supposed to. And it was like this distance in between us and then also the fact of it's like well is, is it safe to go travel and see them like should we go see them that kind of thing yeah. where it's like when you tell me you know it's like i'm very much like tell me i can't do something and i'm gonna be like well i'll show you yeah that's true
0: 100 percent. but i think you know it's a, that's that's why another reason why i think looking in the future like jujitsu is gonna boom is mm-hmm. because i think there's a lot of people that it's like whether you're coming or not coming or whatever you, you like are like i can't wait to get back and see everybody like you know yeah. coming back to school from the summer or something where it's like i can't wait to actually just see all my friends like it was great to have the break but i'm actually like just pumped to kind of like get yeah. around everybody yeah and um and that sort of thing and i think you know just the want that people have gotten for it for jujitsu i really do think that it's going to be like this like thing that just kind of like blows up culturally mm-hmm. because It's sort of in the zeitgeist. It's been growing in popularity. It's sort of cool. Mm -hmm. Like it didn't used to be cool. It was a martial art. Like people thought you did kung fu. I mean, people still do. People think you have like a what's the kind of tree that uh, Mr. Miyagi had? A
1: bonsai. Bonsai tree. They think
0: you have like a bonsai tree. I don't
1: know. I just watched the um the um season of uh. Uh, Cobra, Cobra Kai. Kai, yeah, yeah. Well, there's two seasons out because I think lots we, I think we started watching it when it first came out on YouTube, right? Yeah. And I was like, "This kind of cheesy, like I don't know," and it's bad acting, mm-hmm. is what we were decided, so we didn't get into it. Because The
0: first Karate Kid is known for its great acting.
1: It's exactly. I mean, it was ahead of its time in like those kinds of performances. For so
0: Loki, Mr. Miyagi mm-hmm. did was the best in that.
1: Ability. Well, obviously, obviously, it's not low-key. key. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody knows. He was Arnold from Happy Days, right? I don't know. And th- I don't no know. One what happy Days. No, because they're
0: like, "What's Happy Days?"
1: Yeah. Like, we- um. No, but I I watched that and I was I was into it. Like, it's super cheesy. If you can get past the cheesiness of it. um Which is crazy
0: because when we watched it on YouTube a long time ago, that was like before we moved to California. That was like five six years ago. Hmm. Was it-, it no? Yeah, because we watched it in our place in O'Fallon. Did we? Yeah, because I remember trying to hook up the laptop to watch it because it was getting, like, hype. So it's just weird that it's, like, a, a thing now that people are finding.
1: Yeah. And there's an- another season coming out next- soon. Oh, is there? Yep. I saw that. So, you know, like, you can stay up to date on your karate kid, <laughs> Cobra Kai. But <laughs> well, before
0: we get to 2021, that is something that we've got, like, to, to get through the middle of, and that is that this has become, like, the season that, like, Netflix and all those other people like drop their like whatever they think is going to be big because people like binge watch stuff over the holidays yeah but I'm but we've also, been like,
1: binge watching all year Yeah,
0: <laughs> you know it's kind of like you know when you've been kind of uh like burning it up all year long do you do you think that you're going to be able to still kind of like get people yeah. to, to you know like no you know what they what,
1: what I feel like is really smart what they've done is they keep releasing like um, old shows that were like popular, like um, sister, sister, sister Sister came out, and I, we talked we know about it's a that. Show favorite. I watch it; it's amazing. Um, and then Dave Chappelle's show just came out on Netflix. So, or the Chappelle show, not Dave Chappelle show? But the we Chappelle know him, show. As Dave, <laughs> close personal friend. But the Chappelle show and things like that. Um, we like that. We just watched this like Fresh Prince um, reunion. And I'm like, now I'm like, I need to go back and watch The Fresh Prince. Like, you know, all these shows that were super popular, like in the 90s, are getting like dropped to where you can binge watch all the seasons. And I think um, that's kind of like, I think that's get, hitting a certain kind of nostalgia with people. And that is like really popular at the moment.
0: Yeah. And I think. A lot of, uh, I think, a lot of the styles and things like that, kind of the early '90s, mm. you know, mid '90s or whatever. I think a lot of that's like sort of the style right now, and the you know Gen Z, I think, is maybe identifying with that. So it's they're finding the shows attractive for all the reasons like I think millennials did. But uh, you mentioned uh, a couple of like the classics in that era. You know what I'm surprised by is uh, I- I'm waiting for "Safe by the Bell." Because I feel like that's uh, something yeah. that's completely undiscovered from. But I
1: feel like Saved by the Bell tried to make a resurgence, maybe. But I don't know. I need to. I need to go back and watch some Saved by the Bell and remember if thought, I love it. My, that my first much. thought is
0: Safe by the Bell was like um maybe a little bit more scripted, kind of just like mm-hmm. eye roll, like whatever. And, like, something like The Fresh Prince, for example, is maybe not so much that way. Yeah. But I don't know. Watching some of those clips the other day, I was like, ah, oh, nah, the show is pretty like paint by numbers. You kind of see what's coming. It's not like it's some, um, like, masterpiece. Be careful what you say. Log- yeah, no, I had to pick my words carefully. Carefully,
1: because, you know, don't talk about The Fresh Prince like that.
0: Yep. It's like I'm I'm criticizing a jiu-jitsu association or something like that. You choose your words carefully. You never know what guy's going to like.
1: People will take everything very personally. Hate
0: you forever and never say anything.
1: (laughs) Cool. Cool, cool, cool. It's affecting me greatly. (laughs) What?
0: What does that guy say about me? He says behind your back but shakes your hand to your face.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, Or just looks the other way and won't even look at your eyes because that's happened to me recently. Yeah, well, you make a lot of enemies. Why?
0: No, 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 no. Don't get mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel
1: like you were, that was pointed. Like, I did something wrong in that scenario.
0: And she wonders why she has enemies. You, ba- you about to get slapped.
1: <laughs> that's why I don't want to look at you. I don't want to get
0: slapped. I don't want to get slapped. <laughs> but no. um, uh, yeah, speaking of getting slapped, how's uh, how's the MMA things coming? you' We've kind of given people And we upwards. talked about
1: it last week a little bit, and it's still coming along. And um, Somebody slapped uh, you at? No. No. But, you know, I was thinking I would. it would be really fun to do one of those combat jiu events oh, because really? of the slap. Yeah. Like, there is, like, just to be able to stock and slap somebody in the face. No, I was getting ready, that'd ready to say, dope. like, <laughs> we are talking
0: about the other day, you are working on your stockton and slap, but... Uh, this combat <laughs> jujitsu thing, you know, the biggest problem I have with it mm-hmm. is that almost every instance that I see it, it's like uh, really, really. I uh, mean, I'm trying to pick my words carefully here. It's in tournaments that are a certain way or organized in a fashion in which I'm afraid that uh, I don't trust to be. Pr- pr- Overly professional. Well, I'm not worried about best. that.
1: I'm used to training or competing in things that are not overly professional. This is <laughs> this is jujitsu, <laughs> babe. By the Come on. What are you not. talking about?
0: <laughs> uh, Jiu Jitsu. Basically not professional.
1: <laughs> that should be the motto of the sport. <laughs> yeah. But no, I, actually that kind of does it like the the um combat jujitsu, it's like funny because I don't remember if I talked about this or not, but me we talked about it this week, and I, I had the like revelation of you know okay, when you did I do that with
0: your hand mm-hmm. as you said it.
1: <laughs> well, um, you know, like I've been uh training like and doing some like full MMA sparring, and you know, there's certain positions where it's like, oh, I can punch the person from here and that kind of stuff. Like it's kind of cool, whatever, but. I was realizing like man like when you when you start to punch people like it's a lot harder to hold them and control them because like in certain things certain positions you know you'd give too much space and so um then last week I had an opportunity where I was just like just put in a like an MMA situation where I was supposed to just be grappling the person like helping somebody get ready and I'm like man like I can really control somebody if I just want to use my jujitsu. And then if I'm in a position where I have them like pinned and like maybe like this certain like their hands are trapped and they can't move, then I can maybe do some damage. But I realize I'm like, no, I need to just like trust my instincts on grappling. Like if I'm on top and I'm like in control, like, don't give them an opportunity to get back in the game. Like, I wouldn't do that in jujitsu. Like, why would I do that in MMA? And so that was something that was like, poop, light bulb to me, like, last yeah.
0: week. And I think you see Khabib do that really well, where. Yeah,
1: like, I basically just want to be Habib. <laughs> he he does
0: that so well. Like, he just grapples, and then when he does throw punches. And Damien
1: Maya, too. Yeah, you know.
0: That's true. Like, Damien Maya's probably more even so on the spectrum of like he's just grappling like yeah but it's it's smart because he knows like you know if he's starts throwing a bunch of punches from half guard and then the guy just you know uses the space there to recover guard like those punches are not ending the fight they're not not knocking the guy out no and they're just helping him escape you know so what is the point of the punches that you're throwing in mma if you're if you're fighting someone and you start to hit them are you getting them to open up for a submission mm-hmm. are you in a position to where they can't move and you can finish the fight from there because if not you're you're yeah. basically trying to score advantages
1: yeah and that's like i'm not i'm not an advantage fighter it never have been you can't do it we in can't. fact
0: in fact you fight worse when you try when i
1: try yeah i make myself a bad fighter so like, what are, I are just... like what am i
0: supposed to do try less <laughs>
1: Yes. So that was like that's my revelation for MMA and being a jujitsu as my like foundation for fighting, as I've realized, which doesn't mean that I am not trying to train my striking. Obviously, I need to like, you know, I'm trying to get better at that and my wrestling needs to be on point so I can get people to the ground. And, and, then and then use my
0: jiu-jitsu. And then maybe <laughs> one day knock somebody out, like our good friend uh JJ.
1: Yeah. Shout out to JJ Wilson for just like having like a twenty second knockout like Bellator. In Bellator Bella today. Um it was weird they had it on a Thursday. Yeah. Well, in the
0: afternoon here.
1: It yeah, it was like two thirty he was fighting, sup- but like super, super weird. But it was really, really nice and just easy work. So I think he's probably ready to fight like in a week again. But I think, that that's,
0: I think that that's really the 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 thing that I think grapplers that transition to MMA that do a really good job of doing it is it's like you've learned to be excellent in jiu-jitsu. So let's let's like focus on that like you mm-hmm. were talking about the wrestling. But because you know how to get excellent in jiu-jitsu, realize you have a superpower and that power is the ability to like learn how to get good at another martial art. So mm-hmm. like you need to develop this while at the same time knowing that like basically the jujitsu or whatever
1: they can always fall back on that yeah
0: that's your core competency yeah. you know but when you do you know kind of focus those efforts in another area maybe you can knock somebody out you know
1: i mean that would be dope
0: that would be cool <laughs> it'd be i'd be pumped
1: you guys tyler wants me to be a striker now i'm just saying it he just you just heard him just he let said, him bang bro <laughs>
0: <laughs> you take the girl down i'm just
1: shouting stand them up <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? The world's worst coach. No, uh, <laughs> and this is why he won't be in my corner. <laughs>
0: you're up two. You're up two rounds, and in the third round, I'm like, just go for broke.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you know,
0: I'm. A, I, I mean, I've tried. I've tried to talk to people mm. out of letting me be their corner before. I've explicitly told people, like, don't make me your corner. I'm not good at it.
1: You're not the worst.
0: I've, there's i have a story like for sure somebody else has podcast, to be the worst. Yeah, yeah i've been the world's worst corner man yeah. in, in instances
1: don't bring him water can't handle cuts like all this stuff but i'll tell you what i do well and i tell people here's this- the thing though and you didn't even give good advice on how to like handle that round the next round going out there for the first Oh, you talking about the time that i got uh, uh our good friend
0: smoked in the face yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> smoked
1: in the face. <laughs> and then just jabbed
0: adrenaline in his open cut yeah. between rounds and yep. said nothing after we forgot his water.
1: Uh, good luck. <laughs> Use <laughs> jujitsu. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Number one, I, I should say, like just based on all the other things that we just said, it probably helped him that I didn't give him any other advice. It's <laughs> Like. But uh, yeah, I mean the advice that we did shout in between rounds. I mean is-
1: octopus guard is not good advice. Yeah, I didn't yell that, but
0: our other corner man did. And so we were quite the team. But yeah, I would say the only advice he got uh, that first round after we were like ah oh, after he got hit in the face was octopus guard.
1: Okay, so what about your corner work on other um, fighters that we've? I mean, you've cornered AJ before. How how'd you do there? Uh,
0: adequate to fair. Like yeah. um you know, I'm I think I do a good job of like keeping things loose and mm-hmm. I always tell people that's my best quality as a corner. Keep it man. Light. I'm keep gonna it keep loose. it light in the back, right? And then, you know, with AJ, AJ was always that guy that it didn't really matter what you were saying. Like the it was gonna go how it was gonna go, no mm-hmm. matter what the corners or coaches told him. Like he was not that guy that's like, What? Put him up against the cage and then does exactly that. You mm-hmm. know. Um but i have cornered guys that have have done that before done exactly what they said they were going to do and for that it's really i've learned just keeping people focused right yeah like, you know when i say like keeping it loose that doesn't mean like trying to distract them um it just means like trying to make sure that they're focused keep it, focused but like they don't have to think about like oh where's off? the guy yeah. to wrap my hands because you've already gone and got that guy or figured it out and taking yeah. care of that for him to me I think some of the best fighters in the world, like that's what you have to do is try to do everything you can to remove everything else that keeps them from not mm-hmm. being able to focus on the fight.
1: I'm not gonna lie, I'm a pretty good corner woman. I've done it twice and both both times my um, fighter has won and I'm I'm just pretty good at it. Yeah, I got so, I mean, I've
0: got a winning <laughs> record. Yeah, I got a winning record as a corner man.
1: And I haven't done anything in damage to my partner. My, my, I've got a
0: journeyman's record
1: that's that's a that's an ac- accurate statement i would say yeah
0: uh. the mma like cornering people in mma um uh, is just very nerve-wracking for me because uh things oh yeah can really it's super cha- nerve-wracking things can really change in a minute like i can think of fights that i've cornered somebody in which they were doing something really well like had the person in mount and then they get rolled over from mount or something, and then somehow give their back within like two seconds and they're getting pounded on. You're like looking at the clock and it's like 12 seconds. <clears throat> you're like, 12 seconds, hang on. But 12 seconds of a jiu-jitsu match is like you just protecting your neck. 12 seconds of an MMA fight, it's like, just hang on. And then and you see getting them getting punched inside of the face. head. And you're like, well, maybe escape a little bit as you go, though, because otherwise it's going to be a concussion.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and yeah.
1: I mean,. It is really nerve-wracking and, you know, it's really hard to um, coach when you have to wear a mask and I feel like some I somehow, I feel like I'm loud, but then when I'm coaching, I'm not loud. I don't know. Like when I, because I, I feel like that just happens. Like I'm not loud when I'm coaching and then you have to wear a mask and it's like muffling your voice and it's like, yeah.
0: I want to sound clip <laughs> the part out where you said, I feel like I'm loud,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, I think there's all kinds of weird uh aspects of just the virus in general and probably even affects your corner work um or maybe Mm. enhances it in my case it might enhance it
1: maybe you can't hear it (laughs) no you can
0: you couldn't hear uh, the mask muffles me like maybe that helps you Mm. you can't hear what i say you imagine what you think i would say and maybe it's better than what i would say
1: yeah that might might be good for you it's science Science.
0: And speaking of science, we've come full circle because we were talking about the, um, you know. The science
1: of Keon Aminos. (laughs) (laughs) The science of
0: Keon Aminos. That's right. Um, Keon is a sponsor of the show and someone that, uh, actually, we were customers for a long time. Uh, You started
1: using uh,
0: their essential amino acids partially because they were some of the only ones that were making them.
1: Yeah, like everybody makes the BCAAs, but it wasn't like... um you know, there was very few people making like the uh, the essential amino's, and um, Kion was one of the brands that didn't have like any of that added, like um, like artificial sugars and things like that. Yeah. And I think it's like um, it's keto friendly and like paleo friendly, like all all diet friendlies. And so, and um, I actually
0: turned you on to the idea of essential amino acid yeah. because I was like trying to find like some decent research on like. BCAAs and recovery, which is branched chain amino acids, which like tons of athletes take in between workouts and stuff for recovery. And all the research basically showed like, and this has been maybe a year or so that, you know, essential amino acids actually were the things that needed to be present in most cases to actually repair muscles. And that BCAAs just like on their own were largely ineffective. Realize the studies on this stuff are not the world's greatest. Cause it's, mm-hmm. you know, who's funding it. But, uh, Regardless, there does seem to be some compelling evidence that if you're going to take amino acids, like you should definitely take uh, essential ones, which. Um, the
1: EAAs instead of BCAAs. That's right. Yes. And like Keon is awesome. They have like great products. And then they also um, sent me to try out um, their Flex supplement. And I've really actually been liking it. It's like if you're a jujitsu athlete, your joints are for sure taking a beating and um tell me more (laughs) so the flex has like um is like good for like your joints repairing them like in um get turmeric in it mm -hmm. and um Uh, some other stuff i don't know but i will say i've been taking it for a while and i tweaked my elbow like um and it was hurting really bad like to the point where it like woke me up when i was sleeping because it was like so bad and uh, you know elbows happen all the time and uh, that's, usually. That's another
0: jiu-jitsu mm-hmm. statement.
1: Yes. Elbows happen all the time. Basically a professional yeah. sport. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think uh, I've been taking those, that that flex supplement, and I have felt like I'm recovering. I haven't noticed my elbow hurting in my training. Like, usually it's going to be like a couple of months of like kind of like irritated every time I'm training. And I'm like not noticing it at all. So. I'm just gonna say it's the flex, yeah. It's helping me because it's the only thing that's, that's different. That's your really. truth, yeah. it's my truth. That's how I feel. Maybe. i um, uh,
0: and then obviously mm-hmm. our other uh, sponsor who we've uh, been working with Fuji Sports for seven, eight years probably.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, since uh, at least 2012.
0: I mean, there's not really a lot I have to tell you other than like. Everybody knows Fuji. It's pretty much like the gold standard for uh, jujitsu kimonos and jujitsu gear. And you've been using all their new uh, MMA gloves Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah, I really
1: like them. It's good quality. Man,
0: how much, like, you can look at the old MMA stuff that I have and, like, just compare it. And it's like you can just see the evolution of how much better the quality and just construction of the stuff is. Mm -hmm.
1: I really enjoy it. So um, if you are interested in trying out Kian, you can go to. Can.com, I think is what it is. And uh, use the code Bishop BJJ and save some money, some like 15% off. And um, if you want to try out some Fuji products, uh, go to FujiSports.com, use the code Bishop.
0: And you get 20% off, which is like, especially around the holidays, like if you're going to get somebody a gi, like, yeah, and you're like, you I don't know what kind of gi I'm going to get them, get them a Fuji one, and you save 20%, and then they'll think you spent 20% more than that yeah Science. when
1: Ty- and when tyler and i were first started dating like we were every every birthday christmas. anniversary holiday it was always like some kind of like i got him like all kinds of like mma and jujitsu gear you and he the, the same first pair of mma shorts
0: you got me for
1: i think it was christmas um, you got it from mma warehouse i can't remember which ones were they the 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 ones yeah yeah the black and white ones with yep. his face like his thing yeah yeah i remember i
0: was a huge vanderlei Silva fan yeah i'm a guy with no knockout power in his hands that only wanted to grapple
1: <laughs> he's just modeling your your game after vanderlei i think that's, what, att- that's good. what happens
0: to jiu-jitsu people in mma is like ballers want to be rappers and rappers want to be ballers you know yep and that's what we'll leave you with so we want to thank everybody for joining the show um and Hopefully everyone is looking forward to 2021 and all the jiu-jitsu that we're going to do that year. Um, but we still got some time left, so 2020 is not done yet.
1: Not well, let's hope make the lost. most of it. Make the most <laughs> of it.
0: So, thanks for every. Uh, thank, that's it. Thanks, thanks for, for every. every. Man, you think. I get okay,
1: this. thanks for tuning in. Um, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, like, leave some reviews on whatever platform you're listening. Or watching on and um, we would really appreciate that so
0: spam if you're in a work slack or uh, some type of setting just spam the slack channel with the uh, links to the podcast and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah even if they don't listen and they're just like what is this like those page views are great uh, because we run ads on them sometimes and
1: <laughs> yep 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 so thank you so much and uh, we'll see y'all next time
0: all right thanks everyone
1: bye